calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Tanya Infinity, and this is my best friend, Gertie. Hello! Gertie is a Galapagos tortoise. They're the oldest living land animal on the planet. That's right. I'm 186 years young. And I'm eight years old. Thanks to Gertie's special time-traveling show, we can go to any time in the world. Together, we travel to the past and visit musicians throughout history. Who knows where we'll go today? And her best friend, Gertie Learning all about the past On a tortoise shell that moves so fast Who knows where we will go today Could be anywhere or any day History is right here with us With time-traveling Tanya And Gertie! Gertie to the rescue! Somebody is being badly injured or... What's wrong, Gertie? Playing an instrument! Oh, hi, Tanya! Look at you playing the recorder! How lovely! It's for the school concert. And you got stuck with... And I asked to play the recorder. Well, isn't that nice? Oh, maybe you'll get to play something classical like Mozart. You mean that old person music? I'm an old person. No, you're not, Gertie. You're an old tortoise. Fair point. But trust me, you at least have to appreciate Mozart. No way. I don't listen to classical music. It's boring. Mozart is anything but boring. Recognize this little ditty? Where'd that come from? There's a lot of cargo space under this shell, but focus, Tanya. How would you like to meet Mozart? He played for kings and queens. Yes! Hop on my shell and buckle that seatbelt. We're going to Europe during the time of aristocrats and royalty. Finally, all that curtsy practicing is going to pay off. Why have you been practicing? You know what? I don't need to know. Always be prepared, Gertie. Always be prepared. 
Come on, here we go! Welcome to Italy in 1773. Here, the aristocrats, meaning the wealthy, have so much money, they can pay artists and musicians just to entertain their guests. Ooh la la! So, where is the queen? Do you think she'll make me a knight? I know it's an unusual request, but... Actually, we're meeting Mozart on the road. He's only 17 years old and is touring with his family across what are called city-states. A tour? Like a rock star? Cool! Tanya, meet my friend Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. He's a composer from Salzburg, Austria, home of castles and Wiener Schnitzel. He's a genius, and he'll become one of the greatest composers the world will ever know. Well, no pressure, I suppose. Wolfgang, or simply Mozart, as he will become known, is actually part of a whole Mozart musical family. My father Leopold is a successful composer, violinist, and assistant concertmaster. And my only sister, Nonaril, is a talented musician too. When Wolfgang was only three, he watched his seven-year-old sister learn to play piano, and he immediately started to copy her. I cannot dispute the truth. Even as a young child, I had a gift. I could naturally keep perfect rhythm and pitch. When I was five, I wrote my first piece of music, <laughs> though, of course, my father did the actual writing since I could not yet. And now you're touring? Ooh, ooh. Do you make them give you all the candy you want and only allow green sprinkles on your cupcakes? Touring isn't like that for musicians in the 1700s. And what are sprinkles? Traveling during this time is very uncomfortable. The roads are bumpy and Mozart's family often gets sick. Yeah, not everybody has a time-traveling tortoise they can ride on to their next engagement. You really should think about getting one. It's all right. I'm used to travel. I've been touring with my music since I was six, and father started taking my sister and I across Europe. As a composer, he writes and puts all the music together for concerts, symphonies, and operas. Pretty cool that you're a genius, so it all comes so easily for you. People err who think my art comes easy to me. I assure you, dear friend, nobody has devoted so much time and thought to compositions as I. There is not a famous master whose music I have not industriously studied through many times. Oh. So, how do you come up with the ideas? Music is about expression. Sometimes I compose because I'm happy. Other times I write out of love or perhaps when I'm sad, like now. You see, always being on the move is making me morose. Morose means grumpy. Fancy grumpy. Wait. That gives me an idea. I feel inspired. Um, why does he have that strange look in his eyes? To my violin. I must compose. La da da do. No, that's not it. What could I do instead? Mozart writes in short bursts throughout the day. He writes a little at breakfast. Add strings. Some slow chords. A bit more in the afternoon. Then a crash of the cymbals. No, two crashes of the cymbals. And barely sleeps at night. Bit of a cello, a dash of oboe, two horns, and... Because all he cares about is creating music. I know what that's like. I'm always practicing my recorder. People are really excited to hear me play. Goody! You brought that with you. And I'm done. Oh, thank goodness.
Symphony Number no. 25 in G minor. Mozart, like many composers, doesn't name his music. Usually it gets assigned a number to keep track of when it was written. It's true. And I'm not very organized. Hmm. What is this random piece of paper in my pocket? Oh, an idea for an opera. He's terrible at keeping track of his compositions. No time. I must focus on music. Thankfully, a music scholar named Ludwig Ritter von Koschel will organize Mozart's music and number them based on when they were written. Interesting. Want to know something else interesting? Symphony number no. 25 in G minor is Mozart's first tragic symphony. This is when he transforms from being an entertainer to a true artist. Wow. But I don't understand how music can be tragic. Well, in this case, I can use a minor key because it sounds dramatic. Plus, I change the tempo or speed of the music to bring out the emotion. I also play with the dynamics or volume. These express my feelings and create different moods. I bet getting out all that music makes you feel a whole lot better. Indeed. But I long for more. I can't tour forever. Touring had never paid well enough for his family to be comfortable. Even when the Mozart kids played for the king and queen of England. Your highness. Nice curtsy. Thank you. I've been practicing. Their performance lasted for three long hours, and they only received 24 guineas as a reward. What? They pay people in guinea pigs? This time period is crazy. And what do the guinea pigs think about all this? No, no. <laughs> Not a guinea pig, the animal. A guinea. It's a type of money made of gold. The point is, he wasn't making enough money doing small concerts. He needed a steady job. My main goal right now is to meet the Emperor in some agreeable fashion. I am absolutely determined he should get to know me. Soon, at only 17 years old, Mozart will be hired as a court musician by the ruler of Salzburg, Prince Archbishop Hieronymus Colorado. Try saying that name three times fast. Prince Archibald Hieronymus Colorado. Prince Archibald Hieronymus Colorado. Prince Archibald Hieronymus Colorado. But he longs to write symphonies. That's music written for an entire orchestra, a whole bunch of instruments together on stage. And the prince doesn't ask for symphonies very often. So you're saying being around rich, fancy, important people won't make you happy? I am only happy when I'm writing what I love. As an adult, Wolfgang will go on to make lots of money. He and his wife will live very expensive lives. I do love to shop. I look great in gold and crimson clothing, which is very expensive in this time. But because they spent so much money, they'll eventually find themselves poor again. Bummer. Don't worry. In 1787, Emperor Joseph II of the Holy Roman Empire will hire me as his chamber composer. But life will still be hard. Mozart will almost constantly be sick with toothaches, fevers, and chest infections. He'll go in and out of being employed and having money and being broke. This is also what I believe you call a bummer. But in 1787, when I am 31, I'll write my most famous piece, a dark comedy. I don't know. It's pretty bright out here, and I haven't heard a single joke yet. Ooh, knock, knock. Uh, who's there? A recorder. A dark comedy means finding humor from something serious. 
He'll write this famous song soon after his father dies. My piece, Ein Klein Nacht Music, will be a way for me to bring light into my sad world. Here, listen. It's written in four movements, meaning different sections of one long piece. I recognize this music all the way from the now. Eine kleine Nachtmusik is German for a little serenade. It's written for two violins, a viola, a cello, and a double bass. And a recorder? I think that's our cue to head back to now. After all, we don't want to embarrass ourselves in front of this great musician. I pay no attention whatever to anybody's praise or blame. I simply follow my own feelings. Yeah, follow my own feelings. When you're right, you're right. Now hop on my shell and buckle up. Bye, Mr. Mozart. Thanks for showing me your music isn't boring. You're welcome. Wait, who said my music was boring? Um, nobody. For forget I said anything. Bye. Bye, Tanya. Bye, Gertie. Wow, I bet Mozart is gonna be so happy when Einen Kleinen Nacht music becomes super famous. Unfortunately, he won't live long enough to hear it performed. He'll die of yet another illness before his most famous piece is completed. Oh, that's so sad. It makes me... <gasps> Tanya, what's that strange look in your eyes? Inspiration! This way with my recorder, I must compose! Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart went on to compose over 600 pieces before he died at the age of 35. Since he started at five, that means on average he wrote 20 pieces a year. He was one of the first pop stars in history and will inspire countless musicians from classical composers to today's artists. Over 12,000 books have been written about his life and music. His music is so genius that science has proven Mozart makes plants grow better, helps epilepsy and depression, and even makes babies smarter. He was a man who tried and often failed, but he was a success because he found his gift in writing music. Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.